voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in-up and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello, and radio is what we do. I'm Bill Sparks. I'm along with you, along with a crew of, it seems like, hundreds of people here today, but hope you're doing well. Jeff, take it away. Well, thank you very much, Bill, and everybody. Good evening, everybody, for those who are listening. And, of course, if you're all listening later on, it's either morning, afternoon, or whatever time it is. I got to tell you, we've got a pretty busy podcast and a pretty busy radio show. First of all, we'll talk about the world of broadcasting from a national perspective, and we'll have Jennifer Sparks call it our format changes. And we're going to look it back at what happened on 9-11. Yes, indeed, 9-1-1. It was a pretty traumatic time for me. I remember being at a conference uh, on a web accessibility conference, and the conference ended quite early, and they sent us all home that day. But Bill Sparks has a piece from WINS in New York State, New York City, I should say, on 9-11. And we're going to do something a bit different, something I've never done before, and it's something that's a bit challenging for me. At least I found it a bit challenging, but I think we did okay with it. We're going to listen to radio station WZTU-FM in Miami, on Miami, Florida. It's a Latin, as Sean said, it's Latin. Well, it's Latin Top 40, Latin Rock, I guess you call it, or whatever. And that, we're going to listen to that. And our classic air check is going to go back to 1961, August 18th, to be exact. We're going to hear Rex Miller on KWKAM, 1380 AM in St. Louis, Missouri. All in all, a very busy show, so I'll turn it over to you, Bill, and you can you can get things started here. Well, we will. I just want to make sure that there's any panel members want to say anything before I get started on Jeff's award-winning news and the not-so-famous calls and feedback. I, I can't wait for the award-winning news and the not-so-famous. I, I just want to know what award I've got. To, what, what, what award I won, Chris? I haven't won, I haven't figured it out yet, but that's okay. Yeah, well, again, we gave we gave our awards. We we mentioned this on the uh, Sports Lounge Live. We gave our awards out at New Year's Eve, and we we all got drunk and gave each other awards. So you know that's the kind of time yeah. to do and, it. And so. the only thing I'll say is, I stay would with, personally like. Oh, go I ahead, would Rick. like to congratulate Jeff because he is the award-winning guy. Let me just say that. Thank you, Bernie. Okay. I, pre- I appreciate it. And Chris, stay away from the Jets quarterback, Sam. I forgot his last name. Sam. Something Darnold. 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 He's got uh, mononucleosis, mono. so stay away from him, okay? He's got mono. Okay, I, I'll stay up there. I'm 250 miles away. That's probably cool. I, I, think, you'll, I think you'll be safe, Chris. Go ahead, yeah. Bill. Good, but By the way, Go ahead, Bernie. It, it, was, it was very interesting. You're going to talk about 9-11 because right. I was on the air doing the morning show on the oh. You know, well, you know what? When we, uh, do, when we after that, we'll, we we'll do that feature, Bernie. Could you would you doing, talk about that for us? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and I was All doing right. the nine eleven thing on the Social Security line, and whoa! Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, I will we'll talk about that, but not before we do this award winning news and 
I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Intercom gets hit with a major ransomware attack on their computer systems. National Public Radio hires a new CEO. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Endicom makes news. This isn't the first time we've heard this story. Endicom was hit with a ransomware attack on its computer systems. The corporation was asked to pay $500,000 to cure the problem. However, Endicom isn't doing that, but they certainly are in a pickle. Their email systems are down, their internal corporate networks are down, and it also has affected their music scheduling software and their logging systems. Ultimately, this ransomware attack will cost the company $500,000 or maybe more to fix the problem completely. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, NPR has hired a new chief executive officer. His name is John Lansing. He comes to NPR after working for many, many years for EW Scripps Television. Jarl Moan, who is the current CEO of NPR, will continue working for the company as a president emeritus. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. You know what they say in radio, easy come, easy go. And that's what happened to Dan Cilio, who worked briefly at radio station KGMZ AM in Phoenix, Arizona. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. However, after just four days, Dan Cilio is out. Dan Cilio is not without controversy in the world of broadcasting. He has been fired from radio stations in San Diego, California, and Miami, Florida because of his sexist and racist attacks. What got him fired this time was the Arizona Coyotes hockey team. They were upset with iHeartMedia's hiring of Dan Cilio. So after just four days on the job, Dan Cilio is out at radio station KGMZ AM in Phoenix, Arizona. iHeartMedia is restructuring its programming department in Las Vegas, Nevada. Out is Chris Pickett, who is the program director at radio station KYMT-FM, programming a rhythmic format, and KSNE-FM, programming an adult contemporary format. They say what comes around goes around, and that's what's happening for Bubba the Love Sponge in Tampa, Florida. For a while, Bubba the Love Sponge had been working at radio station WHBO-AM. However, he was recently dropped from that radio station. Well, he's back again, working for Nia Broadcasting's classic country formatted radio station WWBA-AM, doing mornings on this radio station. A familiar voice is coming back to radio in the nation's capital. ESPN Radio, WSBN-AM, transmitting on a frequency of 630 and 105.9 has hired Tony Kornheiser. Tony Kornheiser will be airing on this radio station Monday through Friday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. This radio show is just a replay of his daily podcast, which is distributed by Entercom through its podcast company, Cadence 13. In Fresno, California, changes are being made to the radio landscape with the retirement of Chris Daniel. Chris Daniel had been handling afternoon talk at radio station KMJ for many, many years. Chris Daniel is the son of legendary radio announcer Dan Daniel, who was one of the original good guys at radio station WMCA AM in New York City. Entercom is making further cutbacks at its radio division in Buffalo, New York, with the departure of Roger Christian. Roger Christian has been in the radio market for over 50 years, spending 43 years at Buffalo's WTSS-FM Star 102.5. Roger Christian wasn't very happy about this retirement, and he made it clear on Facebook and Twitter. Could Kicks Country be coming back to Atlanta, Georgia? We really don't know, but according to Domain Insights, Cumulus may be ready to resurrect the Kicks brand one more time in Atlanta, Georgia. It's always sad to see a radio station go off the air, especially when it's a public radio station, and that is just what happened in Reno, Nevada at radio station KVNV-FM. With the resignation of its CEO and a budget shortfall, the radio station had to, unfortunately, come to an end. Now it's time for some cord-cutting news. Apple makes news with some new products and some new services. First of all, let's look at the products that Apple has just released. Apple has released two new iPhone 11s, the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro. If you're totally blind or visually impaired, it may not mean much to you, but the new iPhone 11 and 11 Pro has a new A-Bionic 13 chip, making the phone very, very fast. However, the phones support new cameras with some very, very interesting features if you're into photography. If you're into audio, both phones support Dolby Atmos Audio, and Apple has also introduced two new subscription services. One of them is an arcade service for $4.99 a month, where you can play a host of video games on your iPhone. The other service is Apple TV+, Plus, which is a streaming service 
aimed at competing with Netflix. Pluto is introducing a new sci-fi channel, Channel 661. The channel will feature old science fiction movies and science fiction television shows. DAB, the CBS Lifestyle Channel, has launched in 109 markets. This service is available on HD sub-channels of TV stations throughout the United States. The channel is being run by Emerald Lagasse and Martha Stewart. AT&T TV and DirecTV could soon lose ESPN, Freeform, and the Disney Channel if Disney has its way. What's the problem? You guessed it. M-O-N-E-Y. Finally, could AT&T's DirecTV and DirecTV Now be for sale? Well, if Elliott Management has its way, AT&T would be forced to sell those properties. Elliott Management has a major stake in AT&T, and the company says that AT&T has executed DirecTV and DirecTV Now very poorly. We'll let you know what happens with this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter ratings. In Washington, D.C., there's really a big surprise here. Look at the numbers as we read them off. The number one rec radio station is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. The number two rec radio station is WMMJ-FM with an urban and local contemporary format. And finally, I don't believe I've ever seen this before, the number three rec radio station in Washington, D.C. is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rec radio station is WROR-FM with a classic its format. The number two rec radio station is WXKS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WFEZ-FM with a soft adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with a Spanish format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rec radio station is KQMV-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two rec radio station is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Seattle, Washington, and we haven't seen this for a long time, is KSWD-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rec radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WOMC-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WWJ-AM with its all-news operation. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rec radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KOOL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KYOT-FM with an adult hits format. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the number one rec radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Minneapolis, Minnesota is KNOW-FM with a news format. In San Diego, California, the number one rec radio station is KPBS-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. The number two rec radio station is KHTS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Diego, California is KLNV-FM with a regional Mexican format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rec radio station, as usual, is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WRBQ-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WQYK-FM with a country format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rec radio station is KQMT-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station, also programming a classic rock format, is KRFX-FM. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Denver, Colorado is KYGO-FM with a country format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rec radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WERQ-FM with an urban format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WPOC-FM with a country format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rec radio station is KSAG-FM with a classic
classic rock formats. The number two ranked radio station is KLOUFM with the classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is WILFM with the country format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Media Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one, back on top again, is Home Depot, followed by indeed the employment recruiting firm, Geico Insurance, Progressive Insurance, and AutoZone. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. Hi, this is Bonnie. Here I am. Wow, what a great podcast all the way together. I was very dazzled by the KFWB. I came back to California the year after this was made. It was, of course, great fun to hear old commercials, to hear Reb Foster. I remember him mostly from KRLA, as you pointed out, the brief blurb of a much younger B. Mitchell Reed, who really played a lot of interesting music on KFWB when he got promoted to Afternoons the following year. I hardly know where to begin. I was amused in January, 65 degrees for a high. California is falling apart these days, but that's why we live here, because it can be 65 degrees for a high in January. Well, I want to tie this all together. What you said about Drake Chenault, how the Boss 30 was much more popular than both KFWB and KRLA in the mid to late 60s were doing a lot more variety album cuts. And yes, I've accepted since at least then, before then, really, that my tastes, I always liked all the Top 40 stuff. I got grew up with it, and actually they did play more variety of music in the Top 40 that I was exposed to as a very young girl, and that made a difference, I'm sure. I know that the Drake Chenault was very popular, and truly I prefer the other stations, though I listened to my share. I lived the whole thing. I went up north to go to school, and there was exposed to KFRC and K1. Iono and Fresno, and I admit it was kind of nice to have the familiarity, the same jingles and the same format as I was used to in Los Angeles, though I've always preferred more interesting songs. Thanks for finally taking some time and explaining a little more about the consultants. Yes, I hadn't really thought of it in that way that it goes back that far, but of course I did know that, as I said, having experienced it directly. Thanks again, guys. Always a great job. Bye. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. It hit option two for the podcast team. So something you'll want to do is call that feedback line. If you don't want to call in and join us here live, hit that feedback line. Well done. Any, I mean, <laughs> this week I didn't see anything great except, you know, and, and I'm seeing less and less about format changes and more and more about personnel and business things in radio. Lionel Marie, Lise, Lionel, you have your hand raised. So uh, go ahead. Yeah, the question I have is, you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of questioning – Half-heartedly, I guess, iHeart's decision to let Dan Celio go. The question I have is, did he even apologize years gone by of what he did? If not, I think they're in the right mind to let him go like that. 
Well, I, it doesn't matter whether you apologize or not. We, and I and I don't don't. I'm not trying to be heartless here, Lionel. But yeah, they let him go because the team, the Arizona Coyotes, said we don't we don't want him on that station, and they're right. the ones that are paying for the uh, that are paying. I heard media. They're, they're the ones that are saying, look, if you want our games on your radio station, you'll take Dan Celia off. And they, when money talks, and nobody walks, you know. And uh, unfortunately, money yeah. talks here, and Dan had to walk. And his didn't his that happen with the Padres? The Padres did the same thing about six months ago when they had just gotten on the sports state, one of the sports stations in San Diego. Well, no, and when I they think... were, they weren't the, they weren't sports. They were the machine. They were that kind of right. hot talk sports. And it was when when they got on there. It was a year or so ago. It was right after, yeah. and they they didn't like a host that said something, and that's when they flipped into the and became the fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was strictly a business decision, Lionel. That that's the only thing yeah, I can tell you. The teams do have influence. I mean, they they made the the W. Well, they moved the, the Celtics over to WRKO because they didn't like some of the things that Glenn Ordway, who was doing their games, was saying about them on his talk show. And they didn't want him doing their games, so they moved them when they were both uh, whatever kind of they were owned by at that point. RKO and HGH were together, so that happens all the time. The thing that I caught that was interesting was that KNOW. Now, when I was in uh, Minneapolis for the convention in 2016, uh, I was the CCO. There was no all-news station, so I'm wondering... Uh, if it's AM or FM, and uh, it maybe if Tim, I don't know if he's around now, or maybe it's coming up. It is. Or it's an NPR station, Chris. Oh, it's and NPR. I, and okay. And then. it is. It is an FM station. Yeah, it's on the lower end, very lower end of the dial. Tom, okay, then. Chris. All right, then it was probably there. Then I was because I just didn't know there was an all news. I didn't think of it as all news. When you say all news, I would think of commercial. But yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it is. And, uh, so getting back to the silly of it, it's uh, it is unfortunately that happens. Uh, we had a guy named Alex Bennett. Uh, people may have heard of him, but he's, he's done talk at Sirius Satellite at XM Radio or Sirius Satellite right. Radio. He worked at WMCA, and he was very controversial. He was very liberal, and it's not that the owners of WMCA weren't liberal. They were. They 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 expressed all kinds of views. However, when Coca Cola said, "Look, we're pulling all of our ads from the radio station unless you fire him." They said, well, what are we going to do? The, um, unfortunately, advertisers make up what makes radio stations make make their money, of course. And so they ended yep. up getting rid of Alex Bennett. But this is, I'm going right. back to like 1971. You and, know, teams, 19... and teams, of course, they have a real association with the station. I mean, you, you know, the EEI, the Red Sox station, the Celtics run, Bruins run, the Sports Heaven, the Patriots. You know, and there's an association with that. So the team really feels more of a vested interest than just another sponsor. Because the other sponsors can go to another, true. You know, another station. Joe, sure I know you have your KGME hand raised. needs them. They yeah. need the, the Coyotes more than the Coyotes need KG. Need that guy. That's, yeah. that, that is yeah. exactly true. Joe, not go the ahead. hockey radio go. ratings are that good. But anyway. go ahead, Joe. This is go Joe. Ahead. Yeah. Hi. Oh yeah. Hi. And anyway, uh, two things. I, uh, quickly, I, I remember Dan Daniel. I, I used. To, I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and he was a DJ on WDGY. He called himself the tall, thin Texan. On whether he's the same one, I don't know. Tim he, is the, he is the same and, one. And then uh, KNOW, that is 91.1 on, okay. on FM. Okay, very good. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very much, and your input is always appreciated. Thank you very much. So we don't have any more hands raised, so. I guess we can, um, you know, last week we had 12 seconds of Jennifer. Any Jennifer fans out there, this is your week because she has a lot of call letters and four-man changes. Here we go. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of September 12th. KDKT 1410 Beulah, North Dakota changes slogan from KDKT Sports Radio 1410 to KDKT Sports Radio 1410 AM 106.5 FM KPZK AM 1250 Little Rock, Arkansas changes calls to KFOG AM KJAN 1220 Atlantic Iowa changes format from News Talk to Variety KLMX 1450 Clayton New Mexico changes format from Silent to Country and adds slogan Crossroads Country KFOG FM 104.5 San Francisco California changes calls to KNBRFM. KQPR 96.1 Albert Lee, Minnesota changes format from classic rock to classic hits and changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Rock to Westwood One Classic Hits. KRFG 102.9 Nashwick, Minnesota changes format from Christian CHR Rock to Contemporary Christian and adds slogan Life FM 97.3 KRGM 89.9 Marshall, Minnesota changes format from Christian CHR Rock to Contemporary Christian and adds slogan Life 96.5 KSGM 980 Chester, Illinois changes slogan from AM 980 KSGM to Classic Country 980 KSGM WPLM 99.1 Plymouth, California changes slogan from Today's Easy 99.1 to Easy 99.1 WSKW 1160 Skowhegan, Maine changes format from Classic Country to Classic Hits and changes slogan from classic country 1600 to legacy 1160 WSKW WZLB 103.1 Valparaiso Florida changes slogan from 103.1 the blaze to 103.1 the shark WIRB 1490 level plains Alabama changes format from not available to talk WMOB 1360 Ravenswood, West Virginia changes network provider from Westwood One NBC Sports Network to CBS Sports. WYET 102.1 New Carlisle, Indiana changes format from 80s hits to classic hits and changes slogan from all 80s 102.3 to all 70s and 80s 102.3. KTMZ 1220 Pomona, California changes slogan from ESPN Deportes to Radio Deportes. KWKW 1330 Los Angeles, California changes slogan from ESPN Deportes to Radio Deportes. KVFG FM 103.1 Victorville, California changes calls to KXV 
KZVFM, KZMP FM 104.9, Pilot Point, Texas, changes slogan from Fun Asia to Radio Caravan. WFTL 850, West Palm Beach, Florida, changes slogan from Big Talk 850 to 850 WFTL. News Talk, WMEN 640, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, changes slogan from 640 The Hurricane to Fox Sports 640 AM South Florida KDDQ 105.3 Comanche Oklahoma changes slogan from KISS 105.3 to The Eagle 105.3 KNCQ 97.3 Redding California changes city of license from Redding to Weaverville KSVE 1650 El Paso, Texas changes format from Spanish sports to regional Mexican and changes network provider from ESPN Deportes Radio Network to Intravision Radio La Suavecita and changes slogan from ESPN Deportes 1650 to Radio La Suavecita WBYN 1160 Lee Heighton, Pennsylvania changes format from sports to talk and adds slogan the voice kbob 1170 davenport iowa changes format from classic country to sports and changes slogan from kbob to espn sports kcbr 1570 lodi california changes format from spanish sports to ranchera and changes slogan from espn deportes 1570 to jose kgir 1220 cape girardeau Missouri changes format from silent to sports. KJFA 840 Berlin, New Mexico changes format from Spanish CHR to Spanish Urban and changes slogan from Exitos 102.9 to Fuego 102.9. KJFA 102.9 Pecos, New Mexico changes format from Spanish CHR to Spanish Urban and changes slogan from Exitos. 102.9 to Fuego 102.9 KJAOC 93.5 Bettendorf, Iowa changes format from sports to rock and changes slogan from ESPN 93.5 to IROC 95.5 KMXA 1090 Aurora, Colorado changes format from sports to ranchera and adds slogan Jose KPRS 98.7 98.7 Amarillo, Texas changes slogan from Lone Star 98.7 to Thunder 98.7 KRZY 1450 Albuquerque, New Mexico changes format from Spanish Sports to Ranchera and changes slogan from ESPN Deportes 1450 to Jose KTCR 980 Stella, Washington changes format from Spanish sports to oldies and changes slogan from ESPN Deportes to cruising KTCR. KVOI 1030 Cortaro, Arizona changes format from talk 
to News Talk, KVVF 105.7, Santa Clara, California, changes format from CHR to Spanish Urban and changes slogan from Hot 105.7 to Latino Mix 105.7 and 100.7. KVVZ 100.7, San Rafael, California, changes format from CHR to Spanish Urban and changes slogan from Hot 105.7 to Latino Mix 105.7 and 100.7. KZRD 93.9 Dodge City, Kansas changes format from silent to hot AC and adds slogan 93.9 Abuzz. WBAF 1090 Barnesville, Georgia changes format from country to classic hits and changes slogan from outlaw radio to 97.3 104.9 fox fm wcjm fm 100.9 west point georgia changes format from country to classic country and changes slogan from the bull 100.9 to 100.9 wcjm the bull wf DR 1370 Manchester, Georgia changes format from country to classic hits and changes slogan from Outlaw Radio to 97.3 104.9 Fox FM WHXR 106.3 Scarborough, Maine changes slogan from Rock 106.3 to 106.3 The Bone WDXW AM 1480 Bridgeport, Alabama changes calls to WJTWAM. WKKR 97.7 Auburn, Alabama changes slogan from Kicker 97.7 to 97.7 Kicker FM. WKVA 920 Lewistown, Pennsylvania changes slogan for Big 100.3 to WKVA 100.3. WN NX 100.5 College Park, Georgia changes format from classic rock to rock. WOSP 91.5 Portsmouth, Ohio changes format from silent to classical. WPCH 1310 West Point, Georgia changes format from urban gospel to sports and changes slogan from Hallelujah 1310 to Fox Sports. 9-10-13-10 The game WRLD 95.3 Valley, Alabama Changes format from Classic Country to Urban AC And changes slogan From 95.3 Kissing Country Legends To 95.3 Smooth R&B WTLM 1520 Opelika, Alabama Changes format from Classic Country to Urban Gospel and changes slogan from Classic Kicker Country 1520 to Hallelujah 1520. WZMG 910 Pepperell, Alabama changes format from 
urban gospel to sports and change his slogan from Hallelujah 910 to Fox Sports 910-1310, the game. The following stations have signed off the air. KQMB 96.7, Levon, Utah. KSMR 92.5, Winona, Minnesota. WZAZ 1400, Jacksonville, Florida. WXJO 1120, Douglasville, Georgia. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. All I can say is there's a quiz in 20 minutes, so remember all this. I, I probably would fail the quiz. <laughs> I, I really believe that. Uh, I, I That's a lot of call yes, I would, and, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot longer than it was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Well, you know, so, know. What's, what's going on? Are you a station in Redding, California, moving, or, or are they really uh, just coming well, back? Well, uh, I was going to comment on that. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know why they did that. Their studios are here in Redding, uh, but their tower, uh, where they have their antenna, is located closer to Weaverville. So yeah. that that might have something to do with it. Yeah, but, maybe for advertisers, you know. Yeah, maybe, but uh, they uh, had to repair a lot of their damage because of the fire last year, and they're a big 100,000-watt uh, signal. They, they uh, For an FM signal, they go all over the place. You can hear them down in Sacramento, and you can hear them in parts of Oregon. They, they, they have quite the footprint. But I also wanted to comment on this DirecTV thing. I'm a DirecTV subscriber. I have been for 19 years, and... And, uh, boy, ESPN is flooding uh, advertisements whenever, whenever there's any kind of big event uh, because uh, they, they definitely want to keep DirecTV. But the problem I see with ESPN is they charge $9 uh, per su- subscriber, and I don't know how many cable companies or, or any other satellite company are going to tolerate that. I have a feeling that push is going to come to shove and ESPN is going to be lost on some several systems here in the future. Well, it's all, as I said in my radio news, Rob, it's all about money. And and these companies want money for having them, them streamed on, a, on these cable companies and satellite services. And it, that's the and name it, of the game. And it's, 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 it's that, it, you know, when they pay millions of dollars for rights for, for teams to broadcast on ESPN, they got to make it back somehow. Yeah, no, I, I, look, I'm not complaining uh, because, look, ESPN's got rights to the NFL. They've got rights to the NBA. They've got rights to Major League Baseball. As a sports fan, I don't mind paying the fee. But uh, what really ticks me off about, uh, especially DirecTV's practices, yet there's other sports channels they don't want to even bother put on because they complain about the price. But yet ESPN is such a big, big uh, name. They don't mind charging their I agree with you. And you know what, Rob? I yeah. think, unfortunately, I think DirecTV is going to go away at some point. I really believe Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Sean. I didn't interrupt you. Go ahead. I think a lot of it also, I noticed a difference. when Before DirecTV was bought by AT&T, you didn't see a lot of the disputes. They worked no. with the companies very well. That's right. But, and like you talk about them possibly selling DirecTV, DirecTV Now, whatever format it comes in as, you know, if the minor minority owners, I think, you know, because AT&T with UVerse and DirecTV has had problems. Let's see. In the last three months, 
Next Star, CBS, the NFL Network is still gone, from at least from U-verse. Uh, NFL is talking about pulling Sunday Ticket from DirecTV because of a dispute with AT&T. And now this ESPN deal, this is all in a two- to three-month period. Well, and Sean, and I can tell you, I can up. tell you, being being a DirecTV subscriber for as long as I have been, uh, I got DirecTV from almost the very beginning, the, the time it started. And believe me, you never heard about disputes from the no. – you always heard about – Having all these problems, not directly. Except except when you you originally got DirecTV, Rob, it wasn't owned by AT&T. No, I know. I I understand that. Matter of fact, you had to actually buy the satellite equipment back when I when I back when I did it. Now, of course, when you subscribe to DirecTV, you just lease the equipment. You don't own it. So that's true. But you know, getting back to the rights fees that the the, the, like ESPN trying to charge and all that. You know, and we're all sports fans. You know, we do sports on live here and all that. We're all sports fans, and that's fine. But there's two thirds three quarters of the people who could care less if they ever watch ESPN at all. And so what, what yeah. we really need and what the cable companies talk about but nobody really does is have an a la carte. Yes, maybe to your particular cable thing, you, you get charged, you know, 12 bucks, 15 bucks for a sports fan to have ESPN. But in the meantime, you don't have to have the Home and Garden channel or you don't have to have a bunch of other yeah. stuff. You'd be willing to diversify, pay a higher fee for maybe the, the things like ESPN yeah, that's but right. then lower for or get rid of other well, things. Well, and I'm, I have a different argument, Chris, because, for example, I have, I have cable. And I don't. I don't watch any of that stuff, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you. Now, Somebody's playing with a radio. We do have some background noise, please. Uh, we're getting hijacked to Cuba. I think is what's happening. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Uh, we we do have a, we do have hand raised for two hand raised, and I want to get to them before we get to the next feature. So let me go to Jerry first. Go to Jerry. Go ahead, please. Okay, uh, related to talking about, uh, you know, cable and all that, I got my cable bill the other day, and I understand that, uh, well, like on Comcast, at least here, beginning in October, October 10th is the date, uh, Turner Movie Classics is leaving digital preferred and is going to sports and entertainment. Well, hopefully this will, this will play here in just a second. We're going to do a feature of... W-I-N-S wins 10-10 on September 11, 2001. And we're going to do a little bit right before the they broke into the live broadcast. I thought you might want to hear a little bit what was going on that day before uh, the events that, trans- that happened. 1010 winds thank you weather. Plenty of sunshine. Breezy and pleasant today. The high 80. Tonight will be clear and cool with a low of 60 in Midtown, but down to 52 in some suburbs. Right now, 64 degrees and sunny in New York. Winds news time 845. Time for 1010 wind sports with Steve Torrey. He's been planning for and working hard towards another comeback, and now it does appear the twice-retired Michael Jordan will be turning to the NBA again. This time as a member of the Washington Wizards. Michael now 38. Dropped some big hints yesterday, all but confirming his return saying, quote, I'm doing it for the love of the game. No official announcement, but one is expected sometime next week. So unless something drastic happens, like perhaps an injury, look for Michael to make his return October 30th, opening night in the NBA, Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. Now, they were much more respectable than the Jets, but that wasn't too hard to do. Came down to the Giants' inability to control Brian Greasy. Too many blown coverages for the Big Blue secondary. Giants dropped their opener in Monday Night Football, falling to the Broncos in Denver's new Invesco 
Field at mile high, 31 to 20. Kerry Collins is pretty good start, bad finish. We came out playing hard, and uh, we uh, didn't let the noise or the, you know the environment get to us. We came out in the second half, did exactly what we wanted to do, and uh, put up a touchdown on the opening drive. And you know, from then on, you know, we just uh, we never got it going. Yeah, this was a 14-14 game midway through the third, but the Broncos then scored 17 unanswered and put it away. Greasy burned them for 330 yards, passing three touchdowns, including one to ex-giant Ed McCaffrey, who suffered a broken leg in the third quarter. He'll miss the rest of the season. Terrell Davis, 102 yards on the ground. As for Collins, threw for 258 yards, three scores, two of those to Amani Toomer. Giants will host the Packers Sunday. Yankees and Red Sox rained out of the stadium last night. Roger Clemens will try again tonight for win number 20 and also try to become the first ever pitcher to win 20 of his first 21 decisions. He'll start up against the White Sox tonight. Paul O'Neill, a stress fracture in his left foot. He's expected to miss at least seven to ten days. Oakland won their eighth straight last night, beating Texas. They're now have an 11-game lead in the wild card race, and Seattle's magic number to clinch the West down to two following a win over Anaheim. Mets with last night off begin a series tonight in Pittsburgh against the Pirates with 18 to go. Mets are eight back of the Braves. And the Mets minor league single-A team, Brooklyn Cyclones, beat Williamsport last night 7-4 to take that first game of the best of three New York Penn League Championship Series. Sports at 15 and 45 around the clock and any time on the web at 1010wins.com. Steve Torrey, 1010 Win Sports. Wins News Time 847. What racing fan hasn't yearned to be behind the wheel of the race car, feeling the surge of power in second, the utter command of the road? Aficionados, once confined to the sidelines, may now take a front seat behind the wheel of the Audi S4 with its riveting 250-horsepower bi-turbo V6. The S4 Avant, same powerhouse engine, plus 64 cubic feet of space in the rear. And the ultimate, the all-aluminum S8 with a 360-horsepower 40-valve V8. All three equipped with Audi's legendary Quattro all-wheel drive. See what Audi's enduring racing heritage can bring to a road near you. The Audi S-Line. Yield to no one. Test drive the 250-horsepower bi-turbo blistering fast Audi S4 at your tri-state area Audi dealer today. Celebrate Audi's Le Mans victory with exceptional lease rates and all race-bred S4 models. It's 64 degrees and sunny in New York, going up to a sunny 80 today in Midtown. Wins News Time 848. You wouldn't buy an overpriced car. Why buy overpriced car insurance? One 15-minute call to Geico could save you 15% or more. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. That's 1-800-947-AUTO. Geico Direct, the sensible alternative. For breaking news now, AccuWeather and the exclusive outlet for the Fox News Channel. It's 1010 Wins. Lock it in. 1010 wins news. A former New York City school teacher appeared before a federal judge in Manhattan yesterday, accused of being a fugitive hijacker and bank robber as part of a black radical group. 54-year-old Patrick Critton was arrested at his Mount Vernon home after three decades on the run. Authorities say they were led to Critton after his fingerprints on file with the Board of Ed matched those on a 30-year-old arrest warrant. Sources tell the New York Post that Critton confessed to the 1971 hijacking of an Air Canada jetliner to Cuba, a Manhattan bank robbery in which a robber was shot to death, and two other heists. Wins News Time 849. Truce talks between Israel and the Palestinians will not be held today as scheduled. They were put off in a dispute over where to hold the talks and after Israeli troops today fired in the West Bank town of Jenin. Seven Palestinians were injured. Israel says the town was the staging ground for Palestinian terrorist attacks. 
A rally in support of Israel is being planned for later this month in Manhattan. The Solidarity Rally in New York City in support of Israel is a crucial undertaking, according to Senator Charles Schumer. Every so often, we are called upon to rise to the occasion because our brethren in Israel are in crisis. This is one of those times. The rally will feature both New York Senators, Governor Pataki, Nobel Peace Prize winner Elie Wiesel, and Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon. Organizers hope that 50,000 Jews and supporters of Israel will turn out. Mona Rivera, 1010, Winds News. Winds News time, 8.50. A major player on Wall Street is hit with a sex bias case. The story from 1010 Winds Senior Correspondent Stan Brooks. The federal suit charges that Morgan Stanley discriminates against women employees in promotion, pay, and other benefits. An EEOC chairwoman, Carrie Dominguez, says when one of the women, Allison Shefflin, objected to this treatment, Morgan Stanley retaliated against her by firing her. To complain equates to... Breaking news now on 1010 Wins. Just into our newsroom, a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. Let's get this live update from 1010 Winds correspondent Joan Fleischer. Joan, what do you see? Well, I'm standing on the top of my roof, and I'm looking at the World Trade Center, and there's a huge hole in it, and there's a fire in the building right now. Huge smoke pouring out of it, and things are falling from the building itself. It's about three-quarters from the top, oh, well, maybe a quarter from the top of the building where it's completely, there's a huge hole in the building. All right, 1010 Winds correspondent Joan Fleischer on the scene in lower Manhattan. Uh, any emergency personnel on the scene as of yet, Joan, that you see? I can't see anybody, but I hear the fire trucks, and um, it, I, heard the, I heard the plane very close to the top of the buildings. I looked outside, and I saw a hit, and it exploded immediately. Did you manage to see what kind of plane it was? I couldn't tell. It, it was a smaller plane. It looked like a smaller plane, but I couldn't tell. Not. I'm not really sure. I uh, would say it wasn't a huge jet, but it was a plane that sounded like it was a fighter jet overhead, and then I saw it explode. It was too close to the building. Are you able to see any wreckage on the ground from where you're no, standing? No, I'm too far. I'm too high up. No, I can't see anything other than there's a huge hole in the side of the building and a fire inside. Tons of smoke pouring out. I can hear from the fire trucks that there's a lot of uh, fire personnel and police personnel over there. And I can see things in the sky that look like, I don't know if it came out of the other side of the building. I really don't know um, where it landed, but it's a huge fire now in the, in the World Trade Center. Apparently, that is towards the top of the building. Yes. This would be uh, the uh, this would be the World Trade Center building that has the uh, television and radio antenna at the top. Correct, correct. And uh, we can see via television pictures uh, large plumes of black smoke, as you mentioned, and uh, it seems to be concentrated at the top of the building. Correct. 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 Yes. I mean, I can't see anybody up there yet. It doesn't seem like personnel got over there at all on top yet. I don't see anybody on the top of any of the buildings. And the building behind it is completely obscured by smoke. Okay. And, and what is your vantage right now? I'm looking right at it. I'm on North Moore Street on my roof. I can see it perfectly. I can see the flame inside. I see where it hit. So the plane hit on my side. There is a gaping hole, and that uh, that appears to be on the north side of the building? Yes, that's correct. It's huge. It, it, it looks like the, uh, the, the hole covers uh, a number of floors. Yes. It's difficult to tell just how many, but uh, uh, as you've mentioned, uh, there is that uh, thick black smoke now emanating from the building. 
And uh, apparently we're getting reports of uh, debris falling to the street below. Right. That's what I can see, but I can't really see what it is. I'm too far. But there's, there, when I first came upstairs and called you, I realized that there were things falling from the building. But I can't tell what size it is. It's just in the air. And as you can probably hear, there's tons of fire trucks rushing to the scene. Now, uh, this happened uh, about, about what time this morning, oh, Joan? I'm telling you, it happened maybe 10 minutes ago. I called immediately because I heard the plane overhead. I looked out of my window, and I said, that's so close. And then it exploded. And I came up to the roof, and I can see it perfectly well. So the, the plane was, uh, did it appear to be having any trouble? Yeah, it was, it was on the side. It wasn't straight, going straight. It was on the side and very close to the building. It's like right overhead. And it was unusual to me, and then I heard the explosion. I came upstairs, and I see it went right into the building. I imagine the, the, the force of the explosion probably uh, uh, shook the building and uh, was heard for many blocks around. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I heard the plane being overhead, and there's a lot of people on the roofs nearby uh, that are looking also. They heard the same thing because it was really close. I mean, I've never heard any a plane that close over here. And uh, it was... It was about, it almost hit one of the residential buildings, but now it definitely hit the World Trade Center. It was that close. And uh, it looks like a, a direct hit from where you're standing? Yes. Oh, de definitely. That's where it hit. It was no, no doubt about it. It's a direct hit. It went right through. I don't know if it came out the other side or what happened, but there's a, there's a fire in there. And as far as I can see right now, no one has approached the area yet uh, in terms of the, in the World Trade Center. Lots of thick black smoke coming from the top of the World Trade Center. Uh, it looks like the plane struck about um, three quarters of the way up, maybe a little higher. Yeah. I can't tell the floors from here, but it's, it's towards the top. But it was so close to the buildings, and the buildings around here are relatively low, except for you know, World Trade Center and a few others. And it was so close to the residential buildings, and it just crashed right into the World Trade Center. If you're just tuning in, breaking news here on 1010 Winds. A plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. Uh, this happening just a matter of minutes ago. Uh, an aircraft, uh, we're not sure of the, the make of the aircraft. Uh, apparently a direct hit into one of the Twin Towers. And there are uh, there's a large plume of black smoke now emanating from one of the towers almost all the way towards the top of the tower. Right. 1010 Winds correspondent Joan Fleischer is with us. And that, uh, that smoke appears to be going straight up, and uh, it appear, there appears to be more of it by the minute. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's, it's completely covering the top of the second building. And this one is very dark. I can see the flames from where I am right now, inside of the building. We should point out that uh, the building affected is the one with the television and radio Correct. antenna at the top. Correct. Not the one with the observation deck. That, I think, is true. But I, I can tell you, this. I believe this is the building with the... Uh, it's hard to tell from my vantage point, but it's the north building, and I think that's the one with the antenna on it. And there is, as we mentioned, this huge gaping hole now. Oh, unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this in my life. To actually see a plane, look outside, hear the plane close, and then see the explosion, and then look at the World Trade Center and see a huge hole. The plane wasn't flying straight. It was on its side. It was tipping. It was going south, tipped to the left. So it looked like it was, I don't know, I don't look like there was trouble before they crashed.
You say the plane was headed south at the time? Yes. It looked like it was headed south towards, it was right over the buildings going south, down, going further downtown, but it was tipped to the left, so the right wing was up, so it looked like there might have been problems before they actually crashed. There is that huge gaping hole on the north side, the apparent location of the impact, and uh, but also the uh, the smoke is now emanating from other sides of the building as well. Yes, I see that. That's why I don't. I can't tell you what's on the south side of the building, whether the plane actually went right through. I cannot tell you that. I can't see it. But there's still some debris falling from the building itself. Have they been able to secure the area as a bit, or they're still, it sounds like they're still arriving on the scene? Yeah, I think they're still arriving, and I can't see. I'm, I can only see the top where the plane hit. I can't see what's going on on the ground, other than there are uh, many uh, planes in, uh, above, above the building right now, helicopters circling. So I guess they'll have a better report than from, to see from all vantage points than I can. Of course, as this happened just a matter of minutes ago, it's uh, impossible to give you any word uh, about uh, casualties at this point. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine what the inside of that building looks like. Or, you know, hopefully there weren't people in there. But I really can't tell you that right now. All I can see is a, a fire inside the building now, and thick, thick smoke coming out of the, the hole and on top of the building, and what seems like behind the building. We're getting reports that that smoke can be seen literally for miles around at this point. It was, it was a, it, the explosion itself was unbelievable. The, hear, sound, the sound of the plane so close and then the hit was uh, uh, unbelievable. Now you were getting ready to start your day at the time this happened, right? Yes. I was starting my day. My day had started and then I heard this plane and looked out of my window and then saw that it was on its side and then heard the crash. And it's, it's, uh, yes, debris is still coming out of the building. Seems like quite a bit right now. And, and what did it sound like when the plane hit the building? It was an explosion. Like you, I, I can't explain it. I can't, you know, relate it to anything else I've ever heard in my life other than it was a direct hit. It's like, you know, when you're a witness to a car accident, you know the hit, the sound of the hit, because you've heard it before. This was like nothing else. Um, it's, and just a huge burst of flame. And now we have planes circling overhead, but I don't know. Helicopters overhead, but I don't know what they're... Well, there we go. Uh, that was from 9-11. Wow. Um, Unbelievable. We, we've got... An, an interesting thing about that, I was thinking back to the... And there's another famous air check from the blackout in 1965, November 9, 1965. And we talk about the you know acceleration of getting the news. They got the news within five minutes, and of course they had their reporter call, but it had also come over the wires, and I think they got it. But uh, when when um, Dan Ingram was doing the blackout show, and he's trying to play Everyone's Gone to the Moon, he's trying to play Up a Lazy, Lazy River, he's trying to play all these things, and they're slowing down, and they couldn't figure it out. And I don't know if were, their building was actually directly affected, or they had some generator that kicked in, but anyway. And then they had a newscast, and they didn't know about it. There's they, the next newscast, so it took them at least 15 to 20 minutes to find out about you the know, blackout. One of the reasons... That it did, that it went that way, Chris. Is it didn't just say the power didn't just cut up when it's gone. The voltage dropped, and that's why uh, everything yeah. was running slower. And and that's why when Dan Engel was talking about it, because we played this on All Things Radio uh, yeah. quite a few years ago. And what 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 he was saying as well about the lights are dimming here. And what happened is 
when the blackout finally hit, Dan Ingram and, and engineers went to the WABC transmitter site in Lodi, New Jersey, because New Jersey was not affected by the blackout. And right. so they did the rest of it. The, they continued operating WABC from the transmitter site. That's, that's but, what and happened. And now it'd probably be even faster. If something like 9-11 happened, it'd probably be less than five minutes. You know, with all the tweeting and all the things that people do, do that they weren't doing in 2001, it might be even faster today. It would probably be My a lot cousin, much faster. My cousin was supposed to, she lived in New Jersey at the time working for Lennon's and things, and she was supposed to be at a meeting in one of the towers that day, but it got canceled at 5.30 the evening before. Wow. Well, look, Bernie, yeah. if you're still here, I don't I think Bernie, Bernie's here, and he wanted to talk about, because he was doing mornings, Bill. He was on Bill. the air, and right. now I'm going to talk about did, Mike's. Did you want Bernie to come in now? Yes. There well, we go. There you go, Bernie. You should be good. Yeah, go ahead, Bernie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a very interesting morning because, just like WINS, it was a typical morning. And I, I just thought it was so amazing to listen as things changed on that station, I had never heard that uh, air check before. But we were just doing a regular old morning show. Uh, it was me and a, a young lady named Stephanie Quinn. We were doing the show. All of a sudden, my traffic guy hits us on the intercom and says, holy crap, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And I just was so naive at the time. I thought it was by accident. And right. then the second plane hit, and I thought it was because of the train wreck syndrome. They were looking at the first plane. Therefore, they hit the World Trade Center as well. I was so naive about it. Uh, that then we started talking about it. And then uh, eventually we sent our coverage over to our news station, WIBC. And that's where it stayed until 5 the next morning. Well, we went on live and took calls all morning. Hmm. I, I was... Listen to what people had to say all morning long. I was at... I worked for New York State at the time, Bernie, and I was working in the area of quality assurance, testing software to make sure it worked for blind people on New York State websites. And we're at a conference, and the guy from the Justice Department is there talking about the, the uh, ADA and accessibility and how the Justice Department feels about that and all the policies they were putting in place. And we get interrupted, and the uh, deputy commissioner comes on and says uh, there was a bombing, a plane hit the World Trade, and no one believed. I mean, I don't think none of the no one in the audience believed it. And he goes, "Well, do you want to continue or not continue?" We all thought it was fake, and most everyone said, "Well, we'd like to just continue the conference." We didn't and, even we didn't even have fake news yet, Jeff. What do you mean? I know that, but, but, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm saying that he, everyone in the meeting thought it was fake. But he ended the, up the saying no, but canceling the meeting and. Tim and I, my friend Tim from Albany, went, and I, because he was at the meeting, because he was a guest, and he was helping, helping me present PowerPoint presentation I was doing. And he he said, let's go, we'll leave. And as we walked out, one of the vending places had a TV on. He says, oh, my God, Jeff. And I never went back to the office. They closed New York State down. We were, we were yeah. told to take off for the rest of the day. I can remember it to well, some security. And, and I think right. the, the thing about the whole thing was that even when it happened, the first one hit, I don't, I mean, I did not realize the intent, you know. And so we're on the air, we're trying to figure it out, and we're still playing music. And in between songs, we turned the TV on, of course, which we didn't have on before. Fortunately, my traffic guy did. But you just, you just did have, no, you had no idea. Bill, 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 you were going to say something. What were you doing when yeah, it happened? I, I was working at the Social Security office, and we were working the 800 line. 
And I started getting these calls from callers and said, why are you still there? I said, well, what's going on? They said, the Trade Center, the Trade Center. And you heard people crying. And all of a sudden, people started coming around your desk. And, you know, we're in a federal building. We're going to have to evacuate. You know, because we didn't know at that time if the government was under attack. What exactly was going on? And they hustled us out of there. We got out of the building. And the supervisors made sure you got to your car or... You know, if you were visually impaired and you needed to transfer, they made sure you had a, a ride home because they, they, they didn't want you near or in the building. And But it, we just didn't understand it fully at first. I'm like Bernie. It, you know, I'll tell this story. At that time, I was running BillSparks.org, the radio, and, you know, we, we, we looked up all the radio stations. And we had just started the day before advertising on Google for a place to look for radio news stations. It cleaned out my, maxed out my credit card in less than an hour doing all those Google hits. I had over, I think, a thousand hits in just a few minutes on the server. So I remember 9-11 in a different way. Uh, I'll way. bet you do. <laughs> that way, yeah. you that I also remember that that, my, that I couldn't get through to my sister in, in uh, Rockland County. Uh, actually, she was working at the time. I couldn't get through to her because we couldn't get uh, we could get the cell phones to work. They had they had locked down the cell phone towers, so we we could not make phone calls where I was for a while. You know, the, I'll the, tell other, this radio the other story. thing that's interesting yeah. is I should mention the, the guy doing the sports there was Steve Torrey, and he, of course, is the guy that's uh, basically along with Mad Dog running the Mad Dog channel and does the uh, the uh, Sunday uh, drive uh, on uh, you know Sirius XM channel eighty eight and so forth. He's been over at XM for quite a long time, and XM and Sirius were just about to start, and they had to delay. I think there was almost going to be that day. I forget exactly when the day XM and they started slightly before Sirius. But they were about ready to go, and they had to delay uh, their start because, obviously, they didn't want to start right then. And yeah, also, I don't think they started until December. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, then the uh, 1050 had just gone uh, to uh, sports, the ESPN sports. Uh, they were going to you know, do a sports, and they had just started, I think, the day before, and they simulcast WABC for the rest of the week because WABC was doing all the news and uh, talk and so forth. So they hooked up with WABC for the rest of the week. Okay, Bernie, well, here's one for uh, you. And we have one hand raised, and I know we got. got, Hold on, Jim. Hold on. Oh, go ahead, Bill. I'm going to have to hit the mute for the mute key myself to talk. Um, Here's one for you, Bernie. You know Big Joe that does the morning sports show on the fan, and him and and Dave Wilson were doing a show on WIVC at that time, and he said because of 9/11. You know they were just doing a lot of comedy and light stuff. Said that really changed. Their programming was never quite the same after 9-11. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah, uh, it's funny because WIBC, I mean, they, they had a great little morning show. And Big Joe, you know, he's great. And, and the, the whole show, it was kind of a more fun as opposed to more serious. And, uh, of course, obviously, after 9-11, later even that morning, they basically went into all news mode and... That's a good point. They they really did kind of start making changes after that. Yeah, Bill in Chicago's hand is up. Bill, go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say on nine eleven that day, uh, I was working downtown Chicago. In fact, my youngest daughter was supposed to have been working 
at the Twin Towers, but she turned the job down because she was working for a, uh, a brokerage firm, wanted her to work for Dean Witter. And people don't realize the plane actually went right into the office of Dean Witter. Wow. That's the floor it hit, where Dean Witter, had, they lost every employee uh, that day that was in the New York office. Yeah, so I knew the guys that worked there. Do and when I come in, well, just a second, when I come in to work that day, I came into work, went to the locker room to change into my uniform. The TV was on, and it showed the one plane hit. And while I'm changing clothes, we're all standing there watching it. And next, and all of a sudden, you saw the second plane hit the tower. I actually watched it fly right in. It was on camera. Hmm. It flew right into the yep. second tower. And within five minutes after it hit the second tower, our phone started ringing and said, change clothes, go home, evacuate the building. So that was downtown Chicago. We activated, we activated, evacuated our building within, oh, before 9.30 even. That's, you know, and, and there, I just read in the news today that, that there's a, a group of, uh, of chemists or, or scientists and there are still people's body parts and people's bodies that they don't still don't know who they are. And they're, right. and they're, oh, yeah, still, trying to, oh, yeah. uh, they're still trying to find out who they are. Yeah, there, there's several. The there, there was a story of a, yeah, I, there, you, did you hear the story about the blind guy that was up in there? And his dog was let down. The, the guy dog, yeah. Yep. Or, you know, let him all the way down. And then there was That's another right. case where there's only six survivors in that whole thing. And there was three others was two guys carried a woman down in a wheelchair yes, all 80-some yes. floors. Yes. Let, let me let go. And the blind guy was helping people because, you know, since it was dark, he knew the route. He could get out. He was he was trying to get the other people out of there. He, he, the guide dog led 30 people out with him. That, that's what I heard yeah. in the news yes. yesterday. Michael Hank Kingston, who works for um, Ira now. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, read the book sometime. Read his book. I mean, it was a it was a, it was a very good book. Yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, Karen's hand is up. Karen, go ahead. Hi. Hey, uh, at that day, I will remember this as long as I live. But I was working at Ascendant Corporation, a hotel contact center, and I didn't know anything until about ten fifteen that morning. I was about to take my morning break, and a lady across the pod from me said, Karen, a plane has hit the World Trade Center. And I thought, how could that happen? Okay, I went and called a friend and found out not only had a plane hit the Trade Center, two planes had hit, and one, another plane yet, had hit the Pentagon. And my daughter had just completed basic training at Great Lakes Naval Base in Illinois. She yep. was still there uh, participating in a sea school. And I thought, oh, my, what next? Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everything was in play. You had no idea for about four or five hours in this country what was going to happen next because it started to settle down around noon. Once we there, we knew there was a plane out there. There were reports about the plane. It was the one, the Shanksville plane. But we knew there was a plane that they had not, you know. And of course, there's a lot of the fog of war when things are actually happening. There's a lot of rumors, a lot of things that aren't true. But we did know there was a plane. If you were following it that morning, you did know there was another plane, and they were trying to find it, and they did all this, and uh, you know, and of course, finally, the the uh, people, you know did the first, you know, act of rebellion against the terrorists by bringing it down. But and they're, they're, of course, heroes, maybe the biggest, yes. among the biggest heroes of the whole uh, the whole day. But, you know, it's it's just an amazing story. We didn't know for three or four hours what was happening to our country. Well, you know, you there know, were two uh, other planes. There were two other planes that were scheduled. 
wonders for the Sears Tower in Chicago. And oh, the right. was to L.A., but they got delayed in Newark. They couldn't take off for some reason. That right, was on, they, a, on a special they, they day. They shut I the saw. system down within an hour of the, the crash right. the, because they realized right away when the second plane hit, and I did too, that it was terrorism. And so they right. shut the airline system down within, you know, by, by 9, you know, it was 846 with the crash. I'd say by 930 at least, if not earlier, the whole airline system in the country had shut down. But there was one plane they knew was on radar moving around, and they were, you know, yeah, not it was on his, It was on his way to Capitol Building. I was listening to the, my air band, and there were some military planes in the area, in the Albany, New York area. And when they closed the airport down, the only planes you could hear were military jets flying around the Capitol District. That's where right. I live. That's what happened in so, Boston, too. Because, And, of course, the planes had come from the two, the two planes that uh, that Joan uh, was talking about there on the, on the report were the planes from Boston. So, uh, yeah, that Boston was a big part of this as far as, you know, what, what else is happening in Boston. Okay. Jer- Jerry, go ahead real quick. Yep, real quick. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, I was on the phone. Some of you guys know about this. I was on the phone on a a system called Graffiti. Uh, Judy had just gone to work, and I was in a prayer room, ironically enough. A guy comes in and says, uh, um, uh, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And, of course, we ran to I uh, got off the phone right away, and I came turned on CNN, and, uh, you know, the rest was history. And, of course, uh, one of the, the Johnstown Station, Channel 6, uh, is in the viewing area. Shanksville is in the viewing area of that station. So uh, when all that happened, I, I caught local coverage that afternoon from Johnstown. Ah, very good. Bill, I know that we're going to run real late, and Tim's going to get a little upset, but... Uh... I'm not sure that there's really much more we can say about this at this point, except that it's a memory that we we wish we right. could all we could forget, but it, we should never forget it. No, we should never forget it and honor those people, and especially the the people who gave their life, but the people who went into mm. the you know first responders to help those people. But read read the book from about Michael Hingston. I can't remember the title of the book. But, but you can look it up great. on Bard, and you'll find yes. it there. H-I-N-G-S-T-O-N, if I remember right. I don't care what your affiliation it. is. He was, he was even on Larry King Live. That right. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, later. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I saw hey, him. I, I know we're going to do our featured station, Lionel. I'm really looking for your input on this one Here and some help with, uh, for anyone who has questions. Here we go right now. This week in the Featured Station segment, we're going to be doing something a bit different. I've never done this before, and it was very challenging for me to produce this featured segment. We're traveling to Miami, Florida, and we're going to listen to radio station WZTUFM. They transmit on a frequency of 94.9, and they're owned and operated by iHeartMedia. The station programs a Latin format, and there's some bilingual elements in the format. I took four years of Spanish in high school and understand some of what they're talking about. And you'll notice at the end of this featured segment, iHeartMedia is promoting aid for those living in the Bahamas. So without further ado, I wanted to back and enjoy radio station WZTU-FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 94.9 Son muchos años que pasaron sin decirte quiero y tú no te vayas 94.9 WZTU-FM Miami Beach Una estación iHeart Latino Jennifer López Estará en nuestro iHeart Radio Fiesta Latina 2019 2 de noviembre en el American Airlines Arena Tú, 94.9 Aquel día te vi Yo estaba diciendo a mi hija, I said, Marley, 
guess what? Vamos a ir con tu mejor amiga Kylie y mi mejor amiga Carla a Disney on Ice. And she was screaming, tú no sabes. Y sabe que te tengo cuatro entradas también para que tú puedas ir a tus hijos, tú puedes grabar un video de ellos emocionados y dame tag. Listen, gana coming up a las 11 y 25. Tú no, 24 y 9, joven como tú, Marc Anthony, parece un viernes. Tú eres ese fuego y yo el cigarro. Me parece viernes. Esta emisora es joven como tú. Tú, 94 9. Tú estás en mi pensamiento. Aunque yo no quiera, te pienso. Aún no sabemos cómo esta fanática consiguió el número de Jennifer López. You have reached the voicemail of... Hi, this is Jennifer López. Pero está muy emocionada de asistir a nuestro iHeartRadio Fiesta Latina. Hola J-Lo, es Yarelis, soy súper fan tuya. Quiero que sepas que tengo mis boletos para Fiesta Latina. Y estoy lista para cantar el anillo pa' cuando... Waiting for tonight, Let's get loud. Let's get loud. iHeartRadio Fiesta Latina. 2 de noviembre en el American Airlines Arena. Compra tus boletos ahora antes que se agoten en Ticketmaster.com. Un evento exclusivo de tú. Sigue escuchando iHeartRadio para más información de tus artistas. Dímelo familia, si quitas Daddy Yankee y voy a estar en el iHeartRadio Fiesta Latina en el American Airlines Arena de Miami el 2 de noviembre. Compra tus entradas en Ticketmaster.com. Tú 949. Venidate la vuelta por mi otra vez. Tú 949, joven como tú, ya tú tienes tu teléfono en la mano. Dios mío, no puedo hablar hoy. Uh, llámame porque te tengo cuatro entradas por Disney on Ice. 1-877-457-8888. la gringa. Ah. Solo por curiosidad. Verano. Gana tus entradas a estrenos de películas con los 94 días de verano de tu 9, joven como tú, ¿cómo estás? Estoy bien, pero estaría mejor si me dice que yo gané. Bueno, ganaste, vas a ir a Disney ¡Ah! <risa> Gracias, Kimberly. De nada, Dios mío, esta canción es la primera canción que yo aprendí como hablar en español, aunque Rakata no significa nada. I love that song. Play 2949 on iHeartRadio. Tu 94.9. Este es otro artista confirmado para nuestro iHeartRadio Fiesta Latina 2019. Osuna. Ella casi ni sale. La traición no es el amor. 49 se une a la ciudad de Miami para ayudar a los afectados en las Bahamas por el paso del huracán Dorian. Lleva tu ayuda a cualquiera de las estaciones de bomberos de la ciudad de Miami. Allí estarán aceptando 
agua, comida no perecedera, artículos de higiene personal, detergentes y artículos de limpieza del hogar, desinfectantes, pañales y artículos para bebés, camas, sleeping bags, sábanas, almohadas, linternas, baterías, power banks, cargadores solares, radios portátiles de baterías, ropa, bolsas biodegradables, medicinas, botiquines de primeros auxilios, artículos de primeros auxilios, repelentes de insectos dead free, utensilios para cocinar, cubiertos desechables para comer, casetas de campaña, carpas, madera, generadores, sierras para cortar madera, balas, y herramientas de construcción. Únete a la ciudad de Miami y a tu 949 para ayudar a las BAM. Desde los estudios, desde los estudios de Energer and Levine, abogados de accidentes, llame 1-800-747-FREE. Eso es, 1-800-747-3733. Esta es tu 949 HD online en tu 949fm.com en tu teléfono con el iHeartRadio app y en cientos de dispositivos inteligentes como Alexa, Google Home, Xbox y Sonos, una estación de iHeart Latino. Well, there you go. Radio station WZTOFM in Miami, Florida. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand how they're executing this format. And the format actually sounds pretty good. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or, of course, you can call that feedback line. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And the phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And an option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. I'll pass on that one, Jeff. I understand. Wow. But, you know, I, I wanted to do it because I've never done it I before. And, I want, I, and it was a challenge. I know how to edit audio and I know how to make it sound good. But I, but without understanding, I wanted to make sure that I was doing it right, and I, I just hope that it, it came out the way I. I, I, I think I it was to. a great exaggeration to say that was a, a bilingual format. If they said five percent of anything uh, English there, that was about it. And most of the English, yeah. the majority of uh, the English that they said was iHeartRadio. I agree, but, well, but and, but and bilingual. When I say bilingual, Chris, they they that's what a lot of the stations are doing. They're putting some English in with Spanish. It's not like it was on WHOM FM in New York back in 1960s when the guy would speak full sentences in English and in Spanish when they were doing a uh, Latin easy right. format. But and you know, one thing they do, they, they've got a thing, and I've heard it here, and I don't know if they do it in other places, but there's a lot of a big Haitian community here. And what they'll do is they'll have on some of the smaller little, uh, you know, they may be pirates or the little commercial stations, they'll have a Haitian show, and they'll get a lawyer on there, and the lawyer and the the uh, the talk the uh, caller will do the, the thing in Creole, and then uh, the... the uh, The guy will translate it to the lawyer. The lawyer will say his English, and then the the host will say that back to the to the Haitian guy on the phone. And so you get a bilingual show that way. That's kind of kind of crazy, but that's what they do uh, for some. They have a lawyer that comes on and will will take questions. And you see, you see, like I said, with the Spanish, uh, mostly like your traditional regional Mexican and Spanish adult contemporary, you you pretty much see it 100% like what you're talking about, talking Spanish. But like your Latino hit stations, like that's, you know, Latino hits or the few Tejano stations, which is, you know, Tex-Mex music, 
they will, you'll see about maybe, or on your Latino heads, you'll see about 90% Spanish, about 10% English, and Tejano stations about 50, 40, 70, 30. It's, it's in that range. But, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, but the uh, Tejano stations were more aimed at people who were second generation okay, yeah. uh, Latinos. So they their jocks spoke a, a lot more English, whereas the commercials might be in Spanish and most of the lyrics to the music were in Spanish. But that format doesn't exist much, and it really only Very exists rare. inside Texas. Uh, main one. Well, I, like I said, it was something that I wanted to do that was different, and that's why I was looking for some comments on it. So, you know, that's all. That's that's why I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to find out what you guys thought. Uh, but we're <laughs> Lionel. Are you still there? Yeah. Can you what? Can you give us your your perspective on it? Yeah, uh, yeah, like like Sean says, I mean, he hit the nail on the head. I think it was Sean. Yeah, a lot of these do that. Uh, I noticed that uh, Latino 96.3 in Los Angeles. Uh, I have no doubt that the new Cali, which they don't stream yet, 93.9, is probably doing a lot of the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I'm, I'm not a big fan of that kind of format because it's a lot of it's, you know, aimed at people who live in, like, South America, Guatemala, you know, that kind of thing. I'm more of a traditional Mexican guy, but, you know, I, you know, you're, I think you're going to see – a lot of these stations, more of these possibly pop up in the ne- in the near future because oh, that's yeah, where the audience is yeah. leaning toward. I mean, I, 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 you have Mega 101, Mega, Mega 101, which has been doing it for 15 years, that Latino hits format, and then Mega 107.5 in Dallas. Well, the, uh, iHeartRadio has been doing this this format for a few years now, so that's that's all I can say. Hey, we're running kind of late here, so but I wanted to just get some input on it, and I don't know. I have I've done it. The next but the next challenge might be some French Canadian station that does top forty or rock, and I'm, I'm just trying to do that as yeah, well. Yeah, they so. they were pretty. Those are some some of them were pretty cool. I used to get them, you know, when the band was better. Used to get there was one at fifteen seventy came in booming down here at night, and you'd hear all the way to tits and, and yeah, some, that's, and, you know, uh, and that's being, CK, yeah CKLM on fifteen seventy yeah. at the time. But yeah. I don't think it's on the air anymore. But I used I knew the guy that was a chief engineer there. He was a ham radio operator. And I actually talked to him back in 1976 because he was working at CFCF Shortwave, AM and Shortwave. Oh, yeah. And yep. I, I called them and he, and he, you know, got my phone number and called me back when I was living in Syracuse. Well, that's another time for another story, but we'll talk about that at some other time. Really, that's why think, we didn't get the Mexican stuff that, that they got in the Southwest because we had that uh, 1570 there. That's right. Yeah. Bill, yeah. I'm going to turn it over to you so we can get things wrapped up here. All right, because we got Thursday Night Football. Really, really is what's important. We do. We do. Can I just say one on thing about panel. sports? I'm not really a sports person, but I actually got to watch and listen to our NFL Red Zone. I thought that was pretty cool. I really, I never, I never heard that before. Uh huh. Oh, you watched it on TV? Is that what you did? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Real, real quick before you wrap up, though, um, the people were we were talking about this the other day, and of course we all know that Sirius XM has the Sunday Drive. If you have TuneIn Premium, you have to have the premium package. But if you do, they have a show called First and Goal. And it's ran just like the Sunday Drive show. The only difference is they don't have to take breaks. So if you have TuneIn Premium, check out First and Goal on Sundays. Good stuff, Terry. Good stuff. Thank you, everyone. We'll run a a short two-minute spot. All these spots are two minutes. And do a wrap-up, Jeff. You're going to do a... Station from 1961, so... Right, KWKAM in St. Louis, Missouri. There you go, 1380, so... 
Have a right. good week, everybody. Enjoy this. See y'all next we'll week. See you. see you. This week, how about a trip back in time to August 18th, 1961? And where are we going? We're traveling to St. Louis, Missouri, and we're going to listen to radio station KWKAM with their top 40 format. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Rex Miller. And while the quality of this air check is not the greatest, I think it still should be heard because it brings back a piece of radio history. So without further ado, why not sit back and enjoy KWKAM from August 18th, 1961, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Six, fair and fuller, the store that does more for you. It's 12.15 at KWK. And now, I'm just a public of service announcements from the KWK Bulletin Board. The Mid-County Lions Club sponsors the fish fry today from 4 to 9 at St. Rita's Church, North and South and Page. The Midway Volunteer Fire Department of East St. Louis sponsors a picnic and carnival today, tomorrow, and Sunday. All rides, 10 cents. You send your news to Bulletin Board, KWK St. Louis 1. Team goes great with everything, especially you. There are six half-court bottles in every carton of team. Powerful KWK. With a KWK covering. Discovery by Paul Anka. That's called Cecil Twine. It's 18 past high noon. This is William Castle, the producer of Homicide. Hello. I have taken pity on poor, frightened souls and arranged for a fright break at the chilling climax of Homicide. When that takes place, you may have your money snarefully refunded at the Coward's Corner. You who are faint-hearted, admit your cowardice, and see homicidal with a money-back guarantee. You do that. Be sure to see homicidal. It's now showing at the Airway Drive-In, 10834 St. Charles Road, Broadway Drive-In, 4300 South Broadway, Manchester Drive-In in Manchester in Dallas, and the Starlight Drive-In in Alton, now 1219. to do the weed commercials. We're not using you this time, Roger. That's Reed's Roger Reed's Mayonnaise and German-style potato salad. That's Reed as in clarinet, Daddy. It's 20 minutes past 12 noon on the Rex Miller program, 82 degrees. Gonna be a groovy Friday today. I think I opened up the program and said it was Thursday, and I'll retract the first 20 minutes of today's show. Here's Michael by the Highwaymen.
women at 12.23. Jack Donnell, person to person. Russian troops sending defendants home from East Germany. West German housewives stockpiling foodstuffs. I'll have the full story in just six minutes at 12.30. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Hurry on down to Biederman's! It's Biederman's warehouse moving sale! at KWK. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Hurry on down to Biederman's! It's Biederman's warehouse moving sale! Yes, sir. As the demand just said, you hurry, hurry more than ever because these are the final days to cash in on savings up to 40% offered in the largest home furnishings warehouse moving sale ever held in the Midwest. Don't wait any longer. Join the crowds pouring in from everywhere. Great selections at giveaway prices still available with new items added daily from Biederman's tremendous stock. See Biederman's new block square, three-story, four-acre warehouse. The only place where this remarkable sale could be held to save you so much money. Biederman's gives you true value trade-ins, all the credit you need, and no money down. Watch the newspapers for details. Time's running out. Go to 2200 North Broadway. Turn east one block. Warehouse and stores open every evening. Plenty of free parking. Follow the crowds and... Go! He said go! Everybody go! Go, go, go! To Biederman's Warehouse Moving Sale! Go! a note. Tie a string around your finger. That's cast potato chips. A-S-K for K-A-S. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. We'll ask for some of those potato chips by Cass. Right now, 29 minutes past 12 on the Rex Miller program for Friday, our TGIF session. Thank golly, it's Friday. We got the weather for the home of Lester Morris, 519 Morgan. Mostly sunny today, Lester, but with some early morning haze and fog out there, Perez. Slight chance of a thundershower this afternoon and evening. High around 90 degrees today. Calm winds at this uh, check, 48% humidity and 86 degrees. Think of this, only $7.69 a square yard for DuPont 501 nylon carpeting during Ward's fall carpet sale. Call Geneva 64000 Montgomery Ward. That's Geneva 64000. The time is 12.30. This is Jack Donnell. Person-to-person news. Bettendorf Wrap, your modern food world of greater variety and value. Bettendorf Wrap brings you person-to-person news. The latest on the It's Later Than You Think story. A Western source reports today that some wives and children of Soviet troops stationed in East Germany are now being sent home. 
Reports that Western dependents also are pulling out have been denied. In West Berlin, housewives are stockpiling foodstuffs. Humidity now 48%, the pollen count ragweed 108, mold 26. Present temperature 86 degrees, that's 86 degrees. Bettendorf Wrap, your modern food world of greater variety and value. Bettendorf Wrap has brought you person-to-person news. Byline, Jack Donnell. show you where it's at. 23 minutes till one at Colorful KWK. It's light-hearted living. Delight-hearted folks, yeah. Yeah. 22 minutes till one o'clock right now. 22 till one on KW Colorful Radio. 86 degrees midtown. Our citizen of the day at KWK, John Dowling, chairman of the executive committee of golf for handicapped children. Citizen of the Day on KWK. Colorful KWK. Sound citizen of St. Louis. In the air everywhere. In St. Louis. I don't see why I can't do the weed commercials. Because, young man, you're simply not a radio announcer. Potato salads. Nice, relaxed Friday afternoon with the weather at 86. Mostly sunny today. Let's relax right now with Brubeck and the quartet. Take five. Take five. It's now 18 till 1 o'clock. 18 minutes in front of one on KWK. Hang over dirt. KWK, colorful radio for St. Louis, where William Gill puts the cream of the news in your morning. Hello, everybody. There's a fresh and colorful sound in the air everywhere over St. Louis today. KWK person-to-person news has enlivened its coverage and presentation of those events which make up the news of this world we live in. And now, Radio KWK will present the newest and most refreshing aspect of colorful radio this coming Saturday. Join us then, won't you, for a new and powerful innovation on KWK person-to-person news. Take a romantic Riviera rendezvous. Add Rock Hudson and his irresistible ways, Gina Lola Bridget and her fiery temper, come September. Come September, now showing at the cool Fox Theater. Continuous matinees daily musical selections heard on KWK can be purchased at Music City Grand in Washington in Midtown St. Louis. Fifteen till one at KWK. Come to Spartan.
and see the many. Discount value, save a pretty penny. Discount price and quality are covered by a bonded guarantee. Okay, Dad, let me tell you right now, you can buy discount with confidence, save with assurance at Spartan Super Discount Department Store because every purchase is covered by a bonded money-back guarantee of satisfaction. Visit this great new store. Shop over 60 big discount departments for everything you need. Spartan requires no membership. Everybody saves money. Acres of free parking and smoother, easier self-service add pleasure to your shopping. Now you can get the big value. You can get the big, big value when you shop at Spartan. Don't miss the tremendous grand opening super savings with every department chock full of sensational super discount values. Spartan is open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily, 12 noon to 7 p.m. Sundays for your shopping convenience. That's Spartan Super Discount Department Store, 9785 St. Charles Rock Road. Grand opening sale now going on. Here's your radio KWK weatherman. The weather word, mostly sunny today. Some early morning haze and fog. Only a slight chance of a thunder shower this afternoon and evening. High around 90 degrees. Right now, 12 till 1 on KWK. Calm winds, 48% humidity and 86 degrees. This is the Rex Miller program, the only radio show ever reviewed in an obituary column. Remember C. Ray Rickson, C. Ray Rickson, Ray Rickson for a great year, Ray Rickson for a dog. Rixman has turned back the hands of time. Yes, sir. Ray Rixman has gone back to 1958 prices on beautiful 1961 cars. This means that you can buy a brand new 1961 Dodge Dart. Not a compact model, but a standard size Dodge Dart for the fantastically low price of $1,996. Ray did it in 58, and by golly, he's going to do it again. He actually plans to sell beautiful new 1961 Dodge Darts at 1958 prices. See Ray Rixman at Dodge City today. Get in on this fabulous sale. That's Ray Rixman's Dodge City, partner. 7916 North Broadway. Open every night till 10. Remember see Ray Rixman. 7916 North Broadway. Remember see Ray Rixman. See Ray Rixman. Ray Rixman for a great year. See Ray Rixman for a Dodge. City partner, and they'll straighten you out. Listen here, buckaroo. When I say draw, you better be reaching for your pencil. Cause I'm the fastest gun east of the Pecos. Wanna see the fastest draw in the world? Wanna see it again? You wanna see it again? Here's that pretty one by Steve Lawrence. Play it alone. reported bringing out the firing squads again. I'll have the full story in just eight minutes at one o'clock. We're here. We're here because Detroit comes to St. Louis. Call Parkview 71006. You're on the go with the Rex Miller program for Friday. It's seven minutes to one at KWK. Music lives. 
Memories of 1380 KWK AM from August 18th, 1961. And the radio announcer was Rex Miller. And while this radio station was not the best sounding top 40 radio out there, it certainly is worth playing. It provides us with a piece of radio history that's heard in St. Louis, Missouri. Now, if you have any comments concerning this air check or any of the wow. other air checks we play on All Things Radio Live, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things